From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good morning, I'm Neva Redimanu, and this is your morning News Fix for Monday, 28th of February. In this update, the Ukraine conflict is escalating with Vladimir Putin putting Russia's nuclear deterrent on special alert. The Russian president says he's responding to NATO aggression, but the U.S. has condemned the move as unjustified and unacceptable. It comes as the EU announces a raft of new sanctions and a ban on Russian aircraft and EU airspace. Europe correspondent Gavin Gray told Kate Hawksby, fighting is continuing on the ground as almost 200,000 women, children and older people continue to flee. Some people have been walking more than two days to get uh, to the border and then I'm afraid they have to join queues and some queues at the moment are 15 kilometres long. Two years to the day since our first COVID-19 case was confirmed, the first phase of our border reopening begins. Fully vaccinated New Zealanders and other eligible travellers from Australia can now skip MIQ and isolate at home for seven days instead. House of Travel's Brent Thomas told Kate Hawksby they're imploring the government to remove the self-isolation requirements. And it's not just about tourism and it's not just about New Zealanders coming back. It's about increasing air capacity. And as an exporting country, we need that large air capacity to come back to make New Zealand viable. Those requirements are under review. A new support group for HOSPO owners, suppliers and subcontractors has garnered more than 3,000 members in the past fortnight. They're holding a last call webinar today to share stories with MPs. It comes as applications for the first COVID support payment announced last week opens today. Owner of Takapuna's The Grange Bar and Bistro, Mark Wilson, says a lot of people have realised they aren't eligible. Most of them are saying they've got less than two months to go before they crumble. You know, I'm talking to people that have maxed out their credit cards, sold their houses, sold their cars. New toilets are causing a bit of a stink at the anti-mandate protest in Wellington. Protesters have installed wooden cubicle-style toilets into the middle of the Molesworth and Hill Street intersection, even plumbing them into the ground. The Wellington City Council has confirmed the toilets are not connected to the stormwater system, which flows right into the harbour, but rather the wastewater system. A spokesperson says it's clearly an illegal connection, but given the volatility of the situation, police have asked them not to put the health and safety of their staff at risk. Nationals renewing its calls for the Tehuya Hamilton to Auckland train link to be scrapped. It comes after Newstalk ZB revelations that the $700,000 wage bill for the service is more than twice the amount of revenue generated over the same period. Nationals Transport Spokesman Simeon Brown says the project has been a failure from the start. It's not making money. It's being heavily subsidised by the taxpayer. And the fact that it's cost more in wages for staff than they've received in fair revenue is just another fact pointing to its absolute failure. In sport, Colin de Gronholm's 120 not out has proven the New Zealand highlight on the third day of the second cricket test against South Africa at Christchurch. The Proteas are 140 for five, a lead of 211. Ireland's walloped Italy 57-6 in Rugby's Six Nations in Dublin, with the visitors reduced to 13 men for the last hour of the contest. And the Tall Blacks have thumped their hosts, the Philippines, 88-63 in their second game in their current Basketball World Cup Asian qualifying window. I'm Neva Redimanu, and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at midday from the Newstalk ZB newsroom. For more news, listen.